one of the reasons I feel like my success was so accelerated because my life changed overnight. Like it really yeah. feels like that. Like one day I was making nothing and then a month later I was making 30K. And yeah. that's really strange. And like half a year later, I moved to the other like side of the world. Welcome to Her Money Club Stories. We do not talk about budgets, retirement, or the hustle and grind here. We talk about money, time, and energy freedom. We are here to reimagine our relationship with money, to collaborate and celebrate other women who are doing the same. Have you ever wondered what it would be like to explore your passions and monetize your skills and talents and what lights you up? Can you even make money and a living living that kind of life? You can. Her Money Club allows you to explore all of the possibilities to create the time, money, and joy your heart desires deep down. Tune in as we guide you in reimagining your relationship with money. You can find us for further episodes at financialfitnessunleashed.com slash podcast. Special note, we are accepting applications for season two. We would love to support you on your journey with money mindset, leaving a corporate job to step into business for yourself, or discussing how to build wealth. If you want more guidance in any of these areas, you can apply to be on Her Money Club Stories today at financialfitnessunleashed.com slash podcast. See you in there. Welcome everyone to Her Money Club Stories. My name is Rachel Minnie. I'm the founder of Her Money Club. The intention for these beautiful discussions is to really collect all of your stories as women on how you've overcome various challenges related to money, to life, and the journey that unfolds. So with us today, we have Eva. Thank you so much for joining us. She is going to share some of her journey to creating a six-figure income and maybe some challenges that came up along the way and really where she's at today and how she got there. So with that, Eva, thank you so much again for joining us. I would love for you to start with um, kind of what type of work you're in right now and how did you get into the type of work that you're in? All right. So yeah, right now I own my own business. Uh, I do also do, I also work as a freelancer um, with different companies, mainly if they need, I wouldn't say business coachings, but more of marketing coaching. So if they are having trouble with uh, building an online presence. So for example, one of the companies I'm working with is a clothing brand. Uh, they have a brick and mortar store in Canada in the Quebec area, but they have never had an online store. And I'm kind of helping them with creating that online presence and like the whole structure that they need to go to uh, go through to have a successful online business as well. And yeah, together with that, I also have my own business uh, and that all started for me um, about almost two years ago now. Um, so I'm 24 now. Um, when I started my business, I was 22. So I started quite young and um, it was during the pandemic. Uh, I was a student before that, was just at home, not doing much. And I always wanted to have a clothing line for some reason. It's not what I ended up having, but that's what, how the idea started at least. And I said, yeah, well, since I'm at home right now, I just want to focus on 
um, like making money. I looked for a lot of student jobs at anything I could find like back then because some jobs were not even available anymore for students. So uh, I was willing to do anything uh, just because I wanted to save up some money and invest in my business. Um, so during that time period, I think like COVID started around like March. So around April is when I started working, I found a job at my local supermarket. I worked there almost every day for 10 hours to 11 hours. I had to wake up really early just to be there on time. And, and I kept doing that um, from April through the summer. And then in the end of August is when I actually started my business. I started with drop shipping. So what I did is um, well, not like the AliExpress type of drop shipping. I actually had a supplier, uh, but I created a store I was learning, I was advertising online and my supplier would then fulfill the orders and ship it to the customers. Um, I got really lucky in the sense that I saw success really quickly. Like my first product that I launched was uh, a hit. I think I did 30K in sales yeah, in Euro. Uh, yeah. Nice. <laughs> the first that I, that I, awesome. that I launched. And of course it was a big deal because I had never made that much money as a 22 year old student. Um, so yeah, that's where it all started for me. And it's went up and down from there. So like if you, anyone who's an entrepreneur know that uh, there are good moments, there are bad moments. And especially in the beginning, I had to learn a lot. There are a lot of things I didn't know. I had never advertised, didn't know anything about marketing. And I just had to figure it out uh, as I, yeah, as time went. And luckily my boyfriend, um, we didn't, we have separate businesses where we don't work together. Um, but he was doing the same thing. So both of our businesses started doing well. Um, and eventually, um, since I didn't like school anyway, <laughs> I was like, why would I even like invest my time in something that I just know I just don't want to keep doing and I love what I'm doing now. Mm -hmm. um, so yeah, eventually in around, I think January, we decided that maybe we should move. Uh, for, I think I didn't mention that, but I'm born in the Netherlands, but I grew up in Belgium. Um, so we decided, okay, maybe we should just go out of Belgium, go somewhere else and just focus on our business. Uh, and we decided to move to Panama. So right now I live in Panama and, and it's been a crazy journey, that's for sure. Uh, but that's where I'm at now. Wow. Okay. So how did you decide drop shipping? Because that's always interesting to me, like what niche or what direction people go in for starting their online business? What prompted that? Um, well, for me originally, so I was, I think this is how most people start, right? You have an idea and you're probably following a few people, maybe on YouTube that are doing something similar to what you want to do. Uh, and for me, I was following uh, two people, which is funny because they also live in Panama. So that's kind of what uh, influenced our idea, or at least mine didn't live here. Uh, and they were, they had their own online businesses. One had an Amazon, an Amazon business, which was not that interesting for me because I'm from Europe and Amazon is not that much of a big deal there. Uh, and another thing they were doing was um, uh, affiliate marketing. So I originally actually wanted to do affiliate marketing. That's what I started with, but the course I had to invest in was so expensive. And like I said, I was a student. So for me to spend $2,000 
uh, on a course. There was a lot, but that's how, how my research started. And then since I was into that online business space, my boyfriend was like, yeah, like I've always wanted to have an online business as well, but I think I'm going to do dropshipping. Um, so he started a little bit before me and I was still doing research about affiliate marketing. Uh, and when he started his course, uh, when he, so he also bought a course and he um, started his business. And I think it was around July that he started making his first sales. And I was still in the research phase. So he said, instead of like investing all the money that you've saved up now, because like I said, I was working like as a student every day um, just to save up for the business and for the courts, except instead of investing that money, right? Don't you just start with dropshipping because I already have the course. Um, that way you can like start your business, make some money. And if you indeed want to go into affiliate marketing afterwards, um, you can still do that. So that's what prompted dropshipping for me. It wasn't like I was... I love dropshipping. Like, yeah, it wasn't like yeah, that. that <laughs> like, yes, this is the business model. It wasn't like that at all. It's just I got offered an opportunity and I thought, why not? And it ended up being a great decision because I know so much about affiliate marketing now because depending on how you do it, it's very similar to dropshipping, which is what most people don't know. Um, and I'm not really doing affiliate marketing, but still, still great business model would recommend it. But for me, it was just an opportunity that got offered to me. So I just took it. Mm, I love it. And I love, you know, it's interesting because a lot of what we talk about in Her Money Club is like transition from something you don't love, like a corporate job into something you do love. And so I actually love that you didn't necessarily do that. It was you know, aligned from the sense of you wanted an online business. I'm assuming you probably wanted some freedoms and didn't want to have to like punch a clock every day. Same, a lot of the same reasons why people leave their corporate jobs, but it's not like you jumped right into doing something that you absolutely adore and love and that's okay. And so just acknowledging that it's okay. You took an opportunity that was going to give you some of what you already wanted and the freedom financially to do probably even more of what you wanted, right? Move, transition your location, like doing these things that aren't necessarily the freedoms that maybe we initially thought we wanted with the money or the passion or whatever else. So I really, I acknowledge you for doing that for yourself because um, some people get so caught up on it has to be the one thing I'm passionate about and then they can't figure out a way to monetize it. So I think that's awesome. For sure. I also just think that, of course, like if you can do what you love and right away, then start with that. But I always believe like if an opportunity is given to you, just take it and see where it takes you because you can always come back to doing what you love, like whether it's having a clothing line or a beauty line or whatever it is that you wanted to do. Uh, you can always come back to that and it will still work out. So, yeah. yeah. And it's a stepping stone, right? It doesn't, you don't have to like go from point A to point Z. Like there's going to be B, C, D, E, F, right? Like there's all these other options in between and they're your journey. They're the way in which you decide to live your life. So as long as you are aligned in that and, and feeling good about it, like why not go for it? Take the opportunities. Yeah, absolutely. And what a lot of people also don't realize, well, especially for people who want to be business owners, 
um, is you have to learn a lot and you really don't know what you're getting yourself into <laughs> until you're there, until you yeah. reach a point where, and that will happen a lot where you're like, I really don't know what to do. Even if it's going well, it doesn't have to go bad. Like in the beginning, mm -hmm. uh, when I got, I made my first 30K a month, I had never made that amount of money. I didn't know what to do. I was freaking out. I was stressed yeah. that I was gonna lose it. And people would think, but you have it now, or it's going mm -hmm. in the right direction. Don't you feel better? And like, no, like I was stressed out that I was mm -hmm. about to lose it any minute. And, and it's because I realized that I didn't know what I was doing and, and that's fine. Like most people are in that situation where you really don't know what you're doing. So yeah, that's my point there is like, it doesn't really matter if you're not doing what you love right away because you will make so many mistakes along the way that may even be better that you start with something else can make all the mistakes there. And when you start at what you actually want to do, you already have all the experience. Like you, yeah. that opportunity will not go away. It will always be there for you if it was meant to be yours. Um, so, yeah. Yeah, tons of knowledge, tons of experience comes from making those mistakes. And as long as you keep trying, as long as you keep going, it, it doesn't mean failure, right? It doesn't mean that you failed at something. It just means that you learned something along the way. So I love that. And I agree, like in my own journey, um, I failed at my first business. Like it didn't go well. I worked at it for four years and worked myself to death, had a bunch of medical bills, was getting sick and created a bankruptcy for myself, right? Like that was my first experience, but I would have it no other way because had I not gone through all of that experience, I wouldn't be where I am now helping women actually make money, take their journey to hundred K have the security, have the milestones, have the stepping stones to get them to where they need to be. And I mean, I'm at a point now where I want to create seven figures, right. Where I want to scale to more of that passive income and creating this balance of ease in business and creating money. And it doesn't have to look like a lot of hard work, which is not what I experienced the first time around, but I had to change my mindset around it doesn't have to equal time for money. It doesn't have to be an equal, um, like working so hard to create X amount of dollars. Like it could actually be easier and easier the more money I make. <laughs> so it's just like creating that for myself and deciding that that's how it gets to be. But it's it wasn't without the experience and the failures along the way. For sure. Like I, I can say the same. Uh, I would say like, even though I started, I feel like I got lucky in so many aspects that I would, if I look at it now, I would say that my first business kind of failed too, which is that one, because it didn't go, like my expectation for it is not what it ended up being, which is fine because I'm doing something, like I said, I help other business and I still have my own business, but it's definitely not like what I initially thought that it would be, uh, that I would be, um, I thought I would drop ship forever and that <laughs> would be scaled up and then scale it up. And now I'm like, this, that's not a sustainable business. Like I need to think about it differently. I need to go more into branding, but that's not what I thought in the beginning because I just, well, as you mentioned, like as time goes, you're working really hard in the beginning usually because you're by yourself. You don't know anything. It's taking up all your time. I wasn't sleeping. When I started my business, I was like, I woke up, I started working and I kept working until I went to bed. 
And either that, or I was like going to my day job as a student to just pay for all the expenses that I had for my business uh, until it started like going well. And like I said, I, I got lucky that, that it did, but I worked, worked and worked and I failed along the way, like two months into my, into my business. So I started at the end of August and I would say somewhere in October, um, well, what I do, like we, you're very dependent on advertising. So we advertise on social media, uh, on Facebook and so on. And what happened around that time, and it was the first time I experienced it, is I was getting shut down everywhere. So mm. people who are familiar with Facebook advertising, or if you're not familiar with it, then mm. I'm just letting you know that that's something that you can happen. Facebook can shut down your ads um, for whatever reason. And that was the first time that happened to me. So all my ads got shut down. I lost the profile I was advertising on. So my business was, it stopped for like a month. I didn't advertise anymore and then along the way I had to learn okay so there are also different ways in which you can advertise you don't have to do it with your own profile there are agencies uh, that work directly with Facebook for example uh, and that can support you better to prevent things like this from happening I didn't know that in the right. beginning like who would have told me that like no one yeah, <laughs> yeah you'd have to figure it out like you did <laughs> you have to figure it out you, it goes wrong you I was so depressed and stressed for like the whole I think I stopped for like one and a half month uh, I stopped advertising because I, I I already knew that I didn't want to go back to school it was also around that pandemic so I had to study from home and I wasn't really doing much for it and I'm like I don't want to go back like I've been doing this and I want to focus on this and I felt so bad uh, but eventually like I figured it out met other people which is I feel like that's the best investment you can make your first year like meet other people meet other people that are doing what you're doing so you can yeah. ask them for help um and yeah I and agree. that's great again yeah and I, it's like a month after i started advertising again i i made 130k so but yeah you don't know that you don't know like what's gonna go wrong what will go wrong. you you just have to learn uh, mm -hmm. as you go yeah. Wow. That's incredible. And I want to address what you just said with like meeting people along the way. That was the same for me. Once I finally got a coach and got someone to help me with my online, like the, I've, I've been in financial services and helping women with money for a very long time, over 15 years, but never in like an online capacity. Right. So like understanding marketing, understanding like the different dynamics of that. I had to finally get into a coaching group and get people around me surrounded by people that could help me that could actually be challenged with the same things I'm challenged with. I could hear what their stories are. I could share my own, but work through it with kind of that accountability system. And that was a game changer. And I just, I feel like so many people don't give themselves that accountability or that support system. And especially when you're in business for yourself or thinking about being in business for yourself, even like find that accountability and that support. And that's why, that's another reason why I created the community aspect of this is so that we could have these kind of harder conversations and be honest and say I'm struggling with this, right? Whether it's business money, the whole dynamic of life in between all of that and just really acknowledge each other for continuing down 
the path that we're already on and we're all doing so well but it's like we're in our own head half the time and we're alone and we think that it's going just to shit so <laughs> yeah. Yeah, uh, it's it's also what I recommend people the most I didn't say that but one of the things or one of the reasons I feel like my success was so accelerated because my life changed overnight like it really yeah. feels like that like one day I was making nothing and then a month later I was making 30k and yeah. that's really strange and like half a year later I moved to the other like side of the world and yeah. one of the things that accelerated my success is I also had a coach so I had the course that my boyfriend's Mm -hmm. about the besides that I was also doing coaching because I was following a lot of people on YouTube uh, that were doing what I was doing and I found a guy that was also part of that community but he was kind of known outside of that too um, and he had made like half a million um, in one month so everyone knew like that's the guy that made half a million <laughs> like if you want to do coaching go to him so uh, my boyfriend he was doing coachings with him and he said like Eva you should do that too like it will help you out a lot because he will help you with the things you don't know I had never advertised before I didn't know how to scale up that um, so I invested in those coachings. Those coachings were 250 euros for one hour. So that's about $300 for one hour. Like I said, I was a student and I made my first 30K. The first 30K that I made, I didn't touch it. It was all reinvested in the, uh, in the company. And some people might say, well, that's a lot, especially in the beginning where like $300 for like one hour coaching uh, is a lot, but it was... The best decisions. I know people who started when I started and when I moved to Panama they were still struggling and the only thing that I did that they didn't do is I invested in the coaching coach. uh, and I did that for a long time. I only stopped when we, I got to the stage where I was asking him questions and he couldn't help me anymore. That's when I stopped doing the coaching because we just became at it's kind of like we he was, a he was ahead of me and now we were on the same level. Not early, but almost, like in terms of yeah. knowledge that he couldn't help me anymore. Mm -hmm. But I would say if, because a lot of the things that I see on YouTube now is people saying, yeah, like um, um, buying a course, it's a scam, don't do it. Um, and I know that some people have had bad experiences with that and I completely understand, but I feel like if you don't want to do that, invest in a coach. Uh, yeah. They will probably be able to help you more because it's usually also one-on-one, -on -one, even though you're, you're spending more, but at the same time, you get all the knowledge of the person that has done exactly what you want to do. That is a lot of steps ahead of you, can teach you everything you need to know, and it will accelerate your success. So for sure, if you find someone that you trust, that resonates with you, invest in it for sure. Like a coaching is a, one of the best things you can do. Yeah, I agree. And I mean, always vet the coerce or the coach, you know, I think in our experience and having done the work, right, like we do some digging before we just go invest in a course or invest in a coach. So just knowing and trusting and having the conversation with someone, especially if you're investing a lot of money is important. But um, I think the biggest challenge for people, which is a part of the journey is knowing like which course, which coach to sort of like work with or dive into and kind of to your point, 
and how your journey went with your coach, you want to work with someone who's just like three or four steps ahead, maybe not 10 steps ahead, but who's just a little bit ahead of you, because it's kind of this recency thing of like, they know where you're at on your journey and they can be really specific in helping you get to where they are at. And it's okay that if you get to that point and then move on to another coach and find someone who's 10 steps ahead and you're at step five, and then that helps you get there, right? Like there, it's a process. And I think we all kind of get attached to, I'm just going to do this for forever. I'm going to do drop shipping for forever, have this coach for forever and nothing's really forever. So it's just like being able to change and pivot along the way and recognize and have the self-awareness that when you're at that point of, okay, I need support in, you know, the area of advertising or marketing or whatever the topic is. And then finding someone who's just that, like, maybe not a little bit, but like a couple of steps ahead of where you're at is super, super helpful. So I love that you brought that up. Absolutely. I would also, because now I help other businesses like doing based on my experience and what I've mm-hmm. learned along the way. And I know I can help businesses make their first million because I did it and I went through that journey, but at the same time, I've never made like 30 million. So if you come to me asking how to do that, I'm probably not the right person. Not the person. <laughs> uh, so you need someone else and that's fine. Yeah. But even like a year after I officially started my business, so it was like um, August, 2021, uh, like me and my boyfriend, we decided to like make a list of all the things we felt like we had done well and things that we didn't do well. We just wanted to reflect on the year because it, it had been a year for us and we knew we made a lot of mistakes, big ones. We lost, we made a lot of money and we lost a lot of money. Um, so we just went over everything. And one of the things I remember writing down is that I said, I remember because I when I, I started with a coach, but after I kind of grew out of that one, I didn't necessarily like look for another coach or mentor. And one of the things that I wrote down that I regretted is like, I regret not looking for another mentor because I feel like if I had someone that was close to me, that was kind of monitoring the business decisions that I was making, I probably would have made like less of the mistakes that I was making. Uh, because in the beginning, I had someone monitoring me and telling me, no, this is what you have to do. This is how you have to scale up your ads. This is not wrong with your website. You have to adjust it. And after that, I, I didn't have it. And I also think it's probably an ego thing. It's probably in my, in my head that I think, no, I know it now. Like, like even he can, couldn't help me anymore. So I kind of know what I'm doing. You really don't. You never really, unless no. you, <laughs> people who probably make a hundred million and you know a lot, yeah. they have people who are 10 steps ahead of them mm-hmm. and they don't know how to get to that stage either. And they need help uh, also. And that's fine. So for me, it was, it was an ego thing. I know it. Um, but yeah, I just wanted to say that that's one of the things that I regretted. So I definitely keep investing uh, in coaching if you can. It's just great to have or like find a network of a lot of people. That's also another thing that you can do. But in the beginning, you usually don't have that. Um, Find a lot of people who are doing what you're doing. So you can have like mini masterminds um, and you you can look at each other's websites and you can help each other out in any way that's needed um, if you're not doing coaching after that. But if not, invest in a coach. It's, it's, it may seem like a big investment, but it's probably the best thing that you can do. Yeah, absolutely. I wholeheartedly agree. 
I have one more question and then we can um, wrap up. I want to know, because you mentioned something really interesting when you went from basically zero to 30K and then I'm sure there are other big jumps along the way that were just kind of like shock factors to the system. What would you give for advice for anyone who's experiencing kind of those shock factors or, or about to like, how did you manage that process, like in your mind, right, of experiencing more and more money? Yeah, what I would advise is, well, one thing I didn't do is I didn't have milestones. So one thing I would advise is set milestones for yourself. Like just say, I just want to get to that first 10K and then to that 20K. And if you happen to uh, like do better the next month, then celebrate that. I didn't do that. I was just... I don't know why I was so indifferent to it, but the first time I was like, oh my God. And, but then afterwards, I think because I, I went from, I, like I said, like I stopped advertising for a while and I was like really going through it. It was in my head, like I wasn't sleeping well. It, I was constantly thinking about it. And then I made a lot, like 130K, like the, the month after that, like after this, so I couldn't really celebrate it and just be happy. That because I was so stressed. So okay, because you were stressed, like you were still in your head, you were still like not sleeping. Yeah. Like even though the money was there, it was still yeah. like this was, kind my of head, stuck. I my head hadn't moved on. Like in my mind, mm -hmm. I was still in the same space. So I would say set milestones, celebrate it. I would also say like reinvest your money into your business, but not all of it. Because like I said, the first time, the first 30K, I reinvested all of it in the business. And I would not suggest that now. I would say, put something like, like either save it if you really don't know what to do with it, but reinvest a part of it and the other part just save it. Um, yeah. And once you have a little bit more experience with money or you have met a lot of people that have, reinvested, have invested in things that sound interesting to you, always do your research, of course, uh, but reinvest it in different things. Make sure you're diversified uh, with your money. Like even in advertising, I learned that too. Like you don't want to bet on one horse. Make sure you have different, a lot of multiple of different income streams. Uh, which is the best thing to do. So I would probably say that those were the two biggest ones. Like don't get caught up um, in the big sums or in the smaller sums, like celebrate every milestone uh, because I know people who have made a lot of money and are kind of like in a different business space now where they're doing something different from what they're doing now. And they are making 5K a day, for example, now, which is a lot if you think about it. Um, but since they know they have made millions, that first 5K seems like nothing. Mm -hmm. And one of the things that my boyfriend told me, for example, he's like, no, I, because he is in that space where, well, um, where he's going into branding. So it's a transition, right? And while you're transitioning, it will go slow. And then you make, uh, he starts making what he used to make. Uh, but he said, I have to learn to celebrate those milestones mm -hmm. because it's a new space. I'm doing something different. And this is the first 5, 10, 20K I've made doing what I'm doing now. So celebrate that and reinvest it. Those would be my two advices. And don't get caught up in your ego. That's what I did. So like, <laughs> don't do that. Um, you never know it all. You really don't. So yeah. surround yourself with people that, um, that know more than you do. 
Yeah. And I love that you brought up the don't invest all of it back into the business. That's something I talk about a lot as far as creating buckets of money for yourself, right? Like you have a play bucket of money where it's like you could blow that whole bucket of money and it's okay. You have your living expenses, your lifestyle, you have your investments to invest back into the business. You have your investments for the long-term, short-term, midterm, right? Like create buckets. So then to your point, like you know that a certain percentage of money is going into each of these buckets. And then you don't have to question and worry constantly about like, well, should I invest X amount into like this new business project or coach or whatever? It's like, if you're filling up the buckets constantly from the cash flow, then you know, like, do I have the money now or will I have it in three months? And then I start the coaching session in three months or whatever it is. I just... That for me has always been like my go-to, like creating these buckets and recognizing that because we don't have like this steady eddy salary and, you know, $100,000 isn't just coming in to like put in these buckets, make it percentages, right? If $100,000 comes in for the month, 10% goes to the lifestyle blow it fund, right? <laughs> Whatever that percentage is. And then you can adjust those along the way based on kind of the needs of the business, your life and, and everything that you want to do. So I, that's something I'm glad I've just learned over time and seen a lot of wealthy people to do as well, because to your point, the wealthier you get, the more passive streams of income you're going to create. And now it's like, what do you do with the money? It's mm -hmm. always a question. So I love that. Tell us where we can find you for anyone who wants to reach out. If you have any, I know you're doing coaching right now, or um, if you want to share just a little bit about any programs you have coming up or anything that you want to promote, feel free to share. Well, well, where you can find me, um, I recently started an Instagram, which is funny because <laughs> most 24 years old have had it for their whole life, but I'm not really into social media. Uh, I've been getting into it because I know it's more important. So yeah, you can look me up on Instagram. You can message me on Facebook. Uh, I have a website that I recently started that doesn't really look good or all the great, but uh, I've had some people reaching out to me from there as well. So yeah, you can just send me a message like on any of those platforms um, for like any questions that you have or like whatever it is that you want to ask and you want me to help you with and I'll, I'll respond. So like social media, Facebook, Instagram, and probably my website. Beautiful. Love it. We'll put those in the show notes. So thank you again, Eva, for your time, your insights, and just your vulnerability in this conversation. I really appreciate it. All right. Thank you so much as well.